0: I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I say now, ladies, yeah. Okay, so today's podcast episode is called So You're Afraid, dot, dot, dot. Podcast inspo from my Facebook status that I re- uh, uploaded like a few hours ago. And this is what I wrote. I wrote, if I lean into fear, then I will forfeit the opportunity slash experience of seeing whatever powerful thing God wants to do concerning a matter. I have, caps, all caps, H-A-V-E, I have to trust and walk in faith since that's the only way I can get to where I'm going. Hashtag one path. Whoa. So when I wrote that, Honestly, it was just in, um, just, what is the word? Just considering, you know, just my path and where I am with the Lord and where I'm, you know, seeing how my story is unfolding and, you know, the calling that God has. Oh, the sunset outside is beautiful. The, um, just how God is, the calling that I see God put on my life and just seeing that story unfold. Yeah. So I just thought like, let me lean into that, that revelation of a quote that i that i got and let's 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 dig into it here here's a quote again if i lean into fear then i will forfeit the opportunity slash experience of seeing whatever powerful thing god wants to do concerning a matter i have to trust and walk in faith since that's the only way i can get to where i'm going hashtag one path listen and this is just what i found in the bible this is my first point Point one, there's nothing God will take you through that does not require faith and trust in him. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. By faith, you know, you are saved. By confession of your mouth, you're saved and you believe in your heart. It's confession in your faith, right? Do you get me? So when God leads you, Those qualities are not going to be absent in your life. It took that to get adopted into this family. It's going to take that very action, that very attitude, that very like mannerisms, right? That very atmosphere to continue in this walk with the Lord. That's how this family works. We walk by faith, right? So there's nothing God will take you through or take you to or want to deliver, like take you to the next level. There's none of that is not going to require faith and trust in him. There's, no, I, there's nothing in him that's like, uh, where it's just like, oh, you know, I walked in my flesh and I ended up having a very great, faithful, righteous life with God. No. Everything that God takes you through, the way, to that one path, how to walk in it, is faith and trust, really. And when you look in the Bible, this is the point that I just realized. Before every conquest, great conquest or accomplishment, right, a man or woman of God had they first won the battle of faith versus fear oh my goodness before every great accomplishment they first won the battle between faith and fear and usually that battle was within themselves usually when it's like uh god wants desire something like uh, let me think of a story let me think when when the angel went to mary and said you are going to have a baby you will call him Emmanuel he's going to save the earth like the world he will you know he'll bear the sins of the world and he will he will be the messiah her very first thing that came out of her mouth the very first response was let it be so as you've said unto me and she sang a song of praise to God that's a response of faith when you see when you see places in the bible right Where where David, which I'm going to get into later on, which is really cool revelation, where David did something great or other men and women of God did something great. First there, it's like a pattern. You should. I mean, the Bible says be followers of those who have obtained the promise of God. That's what Paul teached. I believe because sometimes I confuse Peter or Paul, but be followers of those who have obtained the promises of God. Right. When you see these people and men and women of God in the Bible and they're accomplishing great things. First, you got to see how that the, like kind of it's kind of looks like a pattern of a strategy. You know, they get confronted with something and their very first thing that they say is the word of faith. You know, you, when, you, when you're confronted with something, kind of like you're at a crossword, crossroads, you can either succumb to fear or you can either go with faith. But first, the people that did all the great things, think about the Battle of Jericho all these great things they went in already in faith why because that was the first battle they had to win faith or fear right and note this note this notice this this is what i had revelation thank you god thank you god thank you holy spirit before every great conquest last achievement was a rising up or a reconciliation of faith a reconciling of faith every victory was declared before it was performed Hallelujah. How many times in the Bible do we see in the word of God where it says the Lord will deliver them into our hands? You know, when they're like, when the Israelites are confronted with an an enemy and then the leader goes to pray. And then what it's oftentimes you see this response so many times in the Bible. Do not fear because God, I will deliver them into your hands. I will deliver the Philistines into your hands. I will deliver the whoever, Amalekites, I don't know. These are just words I've seen in the Bible. yeah, The whoeverites. Into your hand, whoever teens, illistines, Philistines, middle, I don't know. Even the Philistines is in Arabic translates to Palestine, but that's, you guys worked that amongst out, you guys worked that out amongst yourself. I had that revelation, uh, from a Arab friend of mine, the Philistines literally translates to Palestine. So the Philistines and the Israelites have been at it for a very, very long time. Okay. Okay. Cool. Before every victory was declared, ever, excuse me, every victory was declared before it was performed, the Lord will deliver them into our hands. First Samuel seventeen thirty seven. This is what David said. David, before fighting and winning and killing Goliath, David said this. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Come on. When did he say that? He said it before he did it. And he did it. I think it's kind of similar to what, uh, I think it was a few podcasts ago, a few episodes ago. I was talking about the confession, right? Your confession. I think that's that's partially, I think you can give credit to his confession. He declared it. He believed it. But he moved in faith. He won that battle. He could have been like all of his brothers. He could have been like all of the soldiers. He could have been like the king. The king of the Israelites for for all, like, like all of them were in fear. But he won that battle, I would even say within, and said, I'm not going to succumb to fear. I'm going to go with faith and I will declare it and I will say a thing and it will be so. And he did it and then he did it and then he did it. Do you get me? He believed it. He won that battle and then he said it. He did it and then he actually did what he said he would do. Man, if I lean into fear, then I will forfeit the opportunity and experience of seeing whatever powerful thing God wants to do concerning a matter. I have to trust and walk in faith since that is the only way I can get to where I'm going. There is no other way to get to where you are going but by faith and trust in God. You have to become familiar with the fact that the fear, that fear is an invitation to fail. And faith is an invitation to succeed 100% of the time. 100% 100% of the time and I already know like when you say things like this is a guarantee I, a thousand percent guarantee when you say stuff like that as a believer there might be some other believers that say well I don't know about that I don't know I don't know is that true how can you say that this is a concrete thing 100% of the time and they'll, they'll question that with doubt but let me tell you they're doing it with doubt and it would take faith for you to believe and receive that word wouldn't it okay so maybe that's your problem believe it and receive it in faith. of the time, you have got to become familiar with the fact that fear is an invitation to fail. And faith is an invitation to succeed 100% of the time. So, the next time you see yourself in a crossroads, where you realize you only have your two options. And your two options that you realize are, is either for you to rise to the occasion and move forward with nothing but faith, unadulterated faith. Or you can succumb to fear and have absolutely nothing change in your life. (laughs) There's only two roads. It really simplifies everything. There's only really actually one way to get where you have to go in this life. And it's by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. So you should be blind. You should be blind. But fret not because your path has been prepared and you're not without a leading shepherd you're not led without you're a shepherd you are led without you are led with by a shepherd so you should be blind walk by faith and don't be afraid and that really to me that's like an encouraging word to me right because i know where i'm going physically (laughs) like in my mind like okay real talk real time i know where i'm going in like the next thing that i have to do in my life like I what's next for me in my life? Let's see. I'm going to um, and I'm doing an expedition. I'm going to Africa, right? I know that that's next. But what's next after that? What's next in my life? In my call, uh, knowing that the call of ministry is on my life. What is next? You know, like what? What happens next? What do I do if I see something in an opportunity? What do I do? Do I fear? Do I do I say that? Do I walk through the open door? Like, what, what is next? If I'm leaving a job, which I am. <laughs> if I'm leaving that job, but I don't know what's next, what, how do I walk? But this is like really like an encouraging word to me because it shows me that if I lean into fear, I will forfeit whatever God wants to do, whatever powerful, mighty thing that God wants to do concerning that matter in my life. But if I address things and I say, I have nothing but faith, God, there's no doubt mixed in my faith. I'm not even going to fear. I'm not going to be like Peter who walked on water, which is pretty cool, but who walked on water to the point where Jesus looked at him and said, you of little faith, why do you doubt? I don't want to be like that. I don't want doubt to come in my faith. I want to live a life where doubt feels left out. So I'm going to go in this. I'm going to do and go as the spirit is leading me, what I feel in my spirit to do, not even knowing what the other side's going to look like, but knowing that by faith that is an invitation to see you do something crazy good god like crazy amazing right i learned this in a uh, in my ethics class about faith it's like like a piss disagreement and um in a piss disagreement the way that my professor explained it is like for example let's say you go to a bakery and you really like this bakery and this bakery is like amazing and you go to them and you say hey How about instead of paying my regular price, right, that I always do for I for every you give me a discount in this area. And because of in this amount of uh, I buy this amount of bread, which I always usually do anyways, because I love your food and it's so great. And for that discount that you give me, I tell and I advertise for you, your bakery, and that will bring in more revenue. Also, I can get just and I basically the way I benefit is I get a discount. And you get more customers, so he. That's the example that he used, and it's a pious agreement where it's like, I'm gonna lay down my matters concerning this uh, agreement, and what are you gonna What are you gonna bring to the table, right? So oftentimes in your life, as when as a Christian check number one you have you've given your life to the lord you received jesus christ as your lord and savior you confessed him as your lord and savior you believe in your heart that he is your lord and savior you have died to yourself and pursue living a life of you continuously dying daily to yourself right so that the lord can be the lord and you be like christ on this earth right you living that type of life and you were faced with the situation, maybe God's calling you to do something great, a mighty, mighty thing. Maybe God wants you to go to this country and start a church, start a ministry in, in, in a unrecognized, like uncharted country. Like no one cares about this country, like something small. Maybe he wants you to be a missionary in a very tiny village in the middle of nowhere. Like people couldn't put pinpoint this on a map. If they tried, if they guessed, even if they had a, somebody directing them to the region. They still wouldn't even know what it is. But God says, I'm calling you to this area. Or maybe God wants you to do something mighty. You have an idea and you have dreams, but you have no idea even the path to get there. But your dreams are valid. You recognize they're valid. And you believe that God can make it happen. You just don't know how that's going to unfold. Well, the way that the Pistis Agreement works in this is that God says, hey, I have this for you. Dreams and plans to prosper you. I, I, I believe, I believe you're going to be mighty on this earth. I'll make your name great. This for example, that's one of the promises he used to his, to his mighty men and man of God. I'll make your name great on this land. I'm just using an example from the Bible. I'm going to do this for you. That's his part of the agreement as, as your Lord and savior, your part, your response is, is I would even, I would even phrase it as like a Proposal. Like God is saying, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. And the price is going to be at the bottom. Your signature is going to be at the bottom. Here's who you can sign. Your part of the agreement and this pistis walk and this walk of faith and this walk of life that you have as a believer is all based on your response. Either you lean into fear and you decline all the plans and all the, the things that God has for you in your life. And have absolutely none of nothing, nothing on that list come to pass, or by faith, not knowing what it's going to look like completely, not knowing what it's probably even going to completely take, you sign the document and say, yes, I'm willing to do that, and I'm willing to pay whatever price that's on this proposal. If you guys have ever renovated your houses and worked with a contractor, then you, you know what a proposal is and how that works. And you go through. And then you just trust the contractor and the guys that repair whatever and remodel whatever to do their part of the work. And all you have to do is just, just, and that's their part of the agreement. And all you have to do is just do your part. Just pay the price. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, whatever it takes, whatever it takes. I'm going to do this work. I'm going to do this. You know, that's kind of that's like the walk of faith that we had, we're, we're have where God will reveal something to you. He says, I want you to do this. This is what I have planned for you. This is my call, the call that I placed on your life. And ov- obviously, as you walk on, that gets revealed. What seems like with every step you take in advance in your walk and your call in within your call. Right. As you walk and as you go, <laughs> your duty as a believer, as a child of God, a very wise smart move, your duty, your responsibility will be to respond by faith. That's the only way that that stuff is going to actually come to pass. That's the, that's literally the only way. Like you can't achieve the call of God on your life with doubt. Like he's not gonna drag you through your like drag you through the course of your life and be like while you're doubting and uh, questioning and everything and be like that's fine here's this accomplishment I managed in fact the way that I think about it okay 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 think about it like this your sheep he's a shepherd and you know that he will leave the nine-on-nine for the one right the one that's strayed the one that's gone astray whatever but if you just completely stop walking how can the shepherd even lead like the, you're the flock isn't gonna go anywhere. He already's gonna leave the ninety-nine for the one. But if you just stop walking, you just respond by fear with fear, and you forfeit it. The next step, the next journey, like imagine you're with a Ger- German shepherd in the mountains of the Alps somewhere. I don't even know if the Alps in Germany even coincides. I don't know. I'm just thinking that sound of music and whatever his word is word association. Okay? You're on the Alps. The shepherd's there. You're the sheep. The shepherd's like, we're going to cross over. And you're like, mm, I'm scared. No, thanks. Well, he's not going to leave you behind. <laughs> but now you're not going anywhere. Okay. The next step is to go forward. You, you, le- you leaned into fear because maybe the bridge looks a little rickety. Okay. No and behold, you don't even know that the shepherd, he already prepared the way for you. And the path is clear. <laughs> the path has been prepared, okay? But you, you're you so bound by fear that you can't even wrap that around your brain. He's not going to leave you. He's not just going to advance and be like, okay, we'll just take the other 90 million thousand and we'll succeed without you. No, this is your story. This is your call. This is your life. It's the life that you're responsible for, right? And now you're going nowhere. You lean into fear you will forfeit what the opportunity and experience of seeing whatever powerful thing god wants to do concerning that matter but when you walk by faith and trust you recognize that's literally the only way that you can get to where you're going and get across and get to where you need to go that's it that's there's no other way it's either you go by faith and you die i mean excuse me excusez moi you go by fear and you die and you go nowhere and you become fruitless and you know what the bible says about people who don't produce fruit you get cut off and thrown into fire we know what fire really means hell (coughs) or you walk by faith you produce fruit you see that thing grow you you get matured you get a testimony underneath your belt you see god do an amazing thing for you you see him as a provider you see him as a shepherd you get just more content added to your story and now you're in an area that you were never in looking and seeing the alps from a different perspective you know you're whoa there's tulips over here i don't know you know this is wow okay that's a nice grass to graze i don't know what lambs do i don't know they just ba to me i think they just ba. do they eat grass i have no idea it tastes great, but, uh, that's neither here nor there. Okay. What do lambs do? But you're doing it with the shepherd and you're having new experience, but you have to, it's either faith or fear. You know what you should say when you're faced when it feels like a crossroad, you just declare it. I will go and I will go there. You know what you should say specifically to my mission trip people? Cause it's like mission seasons for like my church and like a bunch of other churches too. You know, when your church has a new, you know, opportunities to go to a different land, a different location, or maybe the same location, whatever. The point is, it's an opportunity to spread the gospel and evangelize. But you don't have, you don't know how you're going to have the funds to get there. You probably don't even have the funds to even get there in your own strength. You, you, you're unsure, you're nervous, whatever. You can either be fearful and get like the rest of the people who had no story in the Bible, nothing ever mentioned about them in the Bible, except for the fact that they were fearful, get like those people and achieve nothing. Or you declare just like David say, and David did and said, well, the Lord's going to deliver that into my hand. I'm going to be able to go. I know I don't have the money, but I'm going to be in that country. You know, I have no... I literally have no idea how that's even going to happen. But I'm so freaking excited to see how God's going to pull this together. And how he is going to provide in this area. Or just let's make it simple, okay? You have... You're broke. And you don't even know how you're going to eat lunch in a few hours. You can either stay behind in the office and just sulk. And like draw or doodle or browse the internet. Starving or by faith you can huddle up with a bunch of friends and be like and they're like oh you want to go to lunch and you're just like yeah I would love to but genuinely honestly I have no money and you can get blessed and you hear the wonderful words of someone saying girl I got you listen those words are like water water to my soul to the soul when you're broke I got you. Anything you want, I got you. Are you kidding me? Okay, you don't have money. When was that? I said, do you want to go to lunch? I didn't ask if you had money. I said, do you want to go to lunch? I, I will feed you. I will pay for you. That's, I got you. You know? That, that takes faith. But people forfeit that opportunity or experience of having that, right? Because they lean into fear. What's the worst that could happen? Somebody says, ooh, girl, you right. I'm going to stay with you because I also don't have money. Now you can be hungry together and you won't be hungry alone. Is that really the worst that can happen? No. But you know that with God, faith will bring success 100% of the time. And that takes faith to believe that. It's a good thing it takes faith to believe that because, hey, the Bible says that we walk by faith. Okay? So let's learn to get familiar with the feeling of faith of needing faith let's learn to even like get excited by situations where we recognize oh i cannot do this in my own strength because per my other facebook post that just super blessed my soul um because honestly these these podcasts and stuff like that and and facebook posts that i encourage people with and really they really just encourage me i listen back and i'm like whoa holy spirit you laid that on my heart for me to share to people And look at me, I need that word right now. Like, I need it to be encouraged. And I I guess in a very Krezo-like way. So, I don't know. You know? You can look back, looking back on my Facebook post, you know, I saw, like, when you get in those situations where you recognize you can't do it in your own strength, get excited. Because you you can give it to God and rejoice beforehand, knowing that God's about to do something real good. Real good up in here. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it looks like. Whatever it is, whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, whatever it is, God, as long as it's you, I want it and I'm here for it. That's probably one of the best prayers I've ever prayed concerning areas in my life. Whatever it looks like, whatever it sounds like, whatever it takes, whatever, I'm here for it and I believe that I'm going to have it. I believe that I'm going to have it. So that's just really for me. So you're afraid. Don't be afraid. Get out of fear. And the good thing about that, if you find yourself that you're fearful, you're not even alone. The Bible told you you're not alone. You'll never be alone. The Bible actually says, fear not. For God says, to, uh, and I think in the book of Isaiah, yeah, I'll take you by your right hand and I'm going to be with you always. Don't be afraid. Oh, God is so good. He leads you. He leads you. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear for the Lord my God is with me for thou art with me your rod and your staff they comfort me he leads me you know and that verse these are good these are good verses in the bible that are just the comforting reality of the presence of god hallelujah he is so close he is so with us he is so good to us and he still calls and he still has a story to tell us. And, and even though, like, people, you get afraid and even though the door is closed, guess what Jesus does? He still knocks on the door. You know, he is always there. He is ever interested in you and what he wants to do in your life. What he wants to do in your life. And it's, it's just to, to bring, it brings him joy to see joy be brought to you. To see calling be fulfilled. Have you ever done something? Where it's like you're you're doing it and it pertains to your calling and you're like, Oh my gosh, I never wanna leave. Like I could do this all day. I could do this every single day. That statement right there, that those moments in your life, that brings that pleases God so much because it brought you you're like it took faith to even bring you to get to a situation where you could look look around you and say, I can do this all day. I love this here. You know, it took it took faith. If you look back and you think about it for me personally, it took faith. And then I had that experience. And then I was able to say that to that experience that took faith to happen. That pleases God, you know, because it's like you're you're getting it. You're getting you walked by faith and you got look where you look how far you've come by walking without seeing. By walking with with faith. Only faith. Unadulterated faith. Yeah. I like that. Unadulterated. I like that word. I thought it was unadultered. But Siri said no. Mercy said no. CC wind ends. I'm, not at a toe. I'm not at a do to the freaking yeah I'm so The excited I'm so murder. excited wow I'm gonna take that word you know, I had an idea to, like, start this part of the uh, uh, podcast where it's, like, with, like, bossa nova music, like, slow bossa nova music playing. So dance, you samba, so you samba? You know, like, a little, uh... Who's that guy who who made a song? Tall and tan and young. Juan Gilberto. Gilberto. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Juan, Juan. And, you know, bossa nova music playing, and I'm just, like, these, are, like, after-hours thoughts, after-show thoughts, post, you know... I'm gonna take that that little encouragement, that tidbit into my life, every area of my life. You know, when 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 I'm faced with the opposite, like op, like just anything, and I'm like, oh, that's a little scary. Oh, I'm a little unsure here. Either I can just walk by faith and pimp it out like a G, or I can be a P and just suck and do nothing and expect absolutely nothing i mean honestly it's either you walk by faith and something cool happens or you walk by fear and doubt and nothing happens and some people can't afford to live a life where nothing happens like something has to change do you get me do you get me so yeah i like that i really like that like that really encouraged me and i'm gonna take that into my life Wow, I've always wanted to do a 30-minute podcast. This is so unlike me. This is so unlike me. Unlike me. After show thoughts. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, I want to read you some quotes that I put on my Instagram today. They're, like, barely deep. They're as as deep as a swimming pool. They're as deep as a puddle. You know, as deep as just not deep at all. But... They rocked my world. Not really. Um, Just exists for Jesus. And people won't bother you so much. I was going to say people won't piss you off so much. But that's not really. If the goal is heaven. Then don't let the world being worldly worry you. Say that five times fast. Here's the next one that really just. I mean just. If it's cold outside. Then it might not be hot. That one. When people fail you. You sigh a sigh of relief. That you didn't build your life on them. I will build my life. <clears throat> oh, this kind of choked me up. Um, nothing is too big to forgive. Otherwise, Jesus on the cross has some bad news. And so do we. <laughs> oh, this. but this is for real, for real talk. This is my favorite quote. One of my favorite quotes. The person who says, if I perish, I perish, never perishes. That's a Godian quote inspired by esther of course esther i love esther first of all that movie one night with the king is hands down hands down the best christian film production i've ever seen in my entire life listen xerxes king xerxes phew esther was lucky i wasn't born back then if xerxes looked like that mm mm I don't think he did, but Xerxes looked mighty nice, and I felt like that until I found out the a- until I found out the actor who played King Xerxes was bald headed. I didn't feel like that anymore. Nothing against bald people. I mean, I think one of the most anointed people are bald. Some of the most anointed people are just bald. I mean, I'm not gonna go there because the last person who made fun of his bald head was were ma- the people were mauled by bears in the Bible. So, but uh, he was pretty. He was very anointed. Is. The anointing doesn't go away when you die hey shanda did it oh but anyways but uh either way i still felt very differently about that actor afterwards so um i've been delivered um let me see there's nothing else that i really want to talk about after show after show hours has ended so has the bossa nova music oh hex to the yeah oh today is okay i guess that's all there's I, I don't want to hold i don't want to hold you okay i don't want to hold you you go on and uh you go on and live your life but uh let, let me pray for you let me pray for you let me pray for you, let me pray for you. Let me, let me, i want to pray for you Father God, thank you for the listeners, whoever listened to this. I hope they needed it. And I pray that that word pierces through just their amens and their, oh, that's good, perhaps, if they said that. I pray that it takes a root in them. I pray that they remember it and it encourages them. When, in times that they need this word, let this word come back to mind. Let them feel the need to declare a thing, to declare their victory and do what they said that they would declare. Thank you, God, and I declare over these people that they will be victorious. They will see victory in and all over their lives, all throughout their lives, in the name of Jesus. I rebuke and I cancel and I curse and I bind setbacks and failure over your life in Jesus' mighty name. And I speak and I declare success in your life. I pray that faith would be addicting. I pray that faith would be inviting to you. Let, them, let the feeling of doubt be repel- repulsive. Let the feeling of fear be repulsive. Let them recognize what the enemy is trying to steal from them through fear. And by faith, I believe with these people that are praying this with me and believing with this with me and will amen at the end of this. I believe that they will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. In all the ways that you are good Father, do a mighty work in their lives. Blow the socks out of their off of their feet. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. You guys have a good night. So so samba, so samba. Bye 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 bye. So samba.